Shit that podcast. G'day dads, welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast where we share real dad stories including the whoops moments because we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood. I'm Nick, married with three kids and can you hear that? Yeah mate, I'm good. Can you hear it? Yeah mate, sweet. That's the sound of... (laughs) Peace and quiet. (laughs) After a a hard day on the tools and the tools being your kids. I'm Cam, father to a three-year-old and 18-month-old. I can't wait to wear my Bunnings hat to the cricket on Friday. Ooh, I'm Dave, married father of a two-and-a-half-year-old and one on the way. And uh, we've got a welcome, or should say unwelcome guest in the house at the moment. That fucking bloody elf on a shelf. Oh, he's a dog, isn't he? Yeah, and I secretly enjoy sending him up every night. What are you talking about either, mate? The most... <laughs> The most promiscuous positions in the world, yeah. yeah. Nice. And a special welcome to our guest for today, Chris Yo. Not a dad, but has an interesting and hopefully relatable story that brings up some conversations and support in the future. Welcome, Chris. How you going? Thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, good as go. Nice, mate. Very, very good. Yeah, I don't think I'm a dad. Not yet. Maybe. I always turn that phone <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah. Well. September, you know, like second Sunday, something like that. <laughs> it, always, it goes off the whole day. <laughs> Might be a couple punching her in Mexico. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. Few sessions. Four things. <laughs> Irish Catholic skin in Mexico, mate. <laughs> so just uh, just a, a quick warning to the listeners. Chris is a massive unit, and he's also a bit of a loose cannon. So there's going to be some p's and q's. Get used to it. It's happening this episode. Just a quick disclaimer. Now, Dave, how are you going to go with your brother on the pod, mate? Oh, I should have um, left my original welcome sting. You know, it was he looks pretty sheepish at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) So the bit, my original one, talking about how we're all about to realise why I'm the favourite son. Oh yeah, (laughs) of this chat. No, no, no. Look, it's from one big unit unit sitting next to me last week to this one, but this one next to me now will actually probably throw a punch. That's right, yeah. hundred much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I probably miss you at ninety nine times though. That's right. I'll be running. I'll be running. Fair <laughs> enough. You there, mate. Look, on that note, let's um kick it off some dad jokes. Um, you know, we were sitting around the table here before and Chris you're throwing out yours already. <laughs> yeah, I've got a thousand. Yeah. So yeah, but I this did, one used to do dad joke Friday. What did you? Beep pardon? You used to do a dad joke Friday. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the kids could bring in their best joke. Best dad joke on a Friday. Oh, no wonder dad you, joke Friday. No wonder you were rolling with them. That was good. Anyway, but boys, did you hear about that bloke who uh, dropped his nuts in uh, glitter? No, no. Pretty nuts, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that on the way down. What's a drummer call his twin daughters? Mm. What? Is that? Anna one, Anna two. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to work that out. And uh, what about the chameleon that couldn't change colours? He had a reptile dysfunction. Oh, that's clever. That's good. (laughs) What about the cow with no legs? Ground beef. Nice. Three legs, lean beef. We need some more conviction, (laughs) man. I've already told it. I feel like I've lost my passion. What happened off the air stays (laughs) off the air. What's the difference between snowmen and snow women? Snowballs. <laughs> yeah, cool. What does Winnie the Pooh become when he dies? Dead shit. <laughs> oh, that's a winner. 
Oh, that's oh, no. too good. Now, uh, we, we always... Oh, wait, no, never mind. <laughs> Man, who's what a good start. The beers Dave in, uh, Dave's um, brought in have, have got to me already. We've got the Ballistic Hawaiian Haze Pale Ale today. So. Fruit salad in the can. That's it. The healthy. Yeah, and knock you around fruit salad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> strong. This is, uh, this is one of my go-tos at the moment. I love this one. It's really? a great drop. Mate, I, yeah. Oh, look, I really want to sort of embrace the... The haze. Craft beer revolution, mate, but... You I love it. Two is new, beer. I reckon. Yeah. You are? Two is like, new? Yeah. yeah. I like my fruit. It tastes like fruit. Nailed it. I don't like it mixing up. <laughs> not, not a sour's, man. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I'll now... Buy, I'll buy a girl one. Maybe. <laughs> Now, uh, don't forget, guys, get your Christmas shopping done a bit early. Don't forget to use the code for Smashing Fibers, our sponsor, Ship Shit Free, at checkout for free shipping. Oh, yeah. Um, so, on the pod, we like to do a bit of uh, bit of bloke stuff. So, we bring every everyone sort of brings something to the table um, every week. So, <laughs> Dave really hasn't clued Chris in for this. So, he's sitting there in a real sullen mode. Um, but... I've been uh, been having a bit to do with a Instagram page lately called Bloke Psychology. Um, they throw something good up every day. I've yet to have a day without something good going up. So they've put one up this week um, that says, before you get sick, your body will whisper about its fatigue. Before you break up, your lover will whisper their requests. Before your business goes bankrupt, your customers will whisper their complaints. If you don't listen to the whispers, you'll be forced to hear the screams. I could not think mm. that could be said any better. Like yeah, that's that's quite profound. Really. That is super. Like know know what your body's saying. Know like listen to feedback. Your story's pretty deep. I thought it was. What is? We're talking about some pretty serious shit when we need to. Yeah, yeah. We start off with the serious yeah, stuff, yeah, and then uh, then we kick on with it. But um, that is very very good. What I'm thinking about that and. It, it can sort of relate to most of the guests that have come on with us. So there's been guys who have said, yeah, I noticed the signs before I got sick, noticed the signs before I, I broke up, mm. or sort of the, things like that. But there's a lot of people that don't notice the signs and it's sort of like, oh, shit, how did that happen? And everyone's like, you serious? Yeah. It's sort of like coming a mile away. Take something bad. Yeah, just listen to the signs and, yeah, improve yourself, like Ben what, said what a couple of weeks ago. Bloke psychology on Instagram. Okay. Good shit. I've actually got some of that dovetails I quite well off the that. Fans, mate, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> different. That's a different one. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got some of that dovetails quite well off that. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the latest. Um, there's an ad came out called Boys Do Cry. Um, did, you see that, yeah. did you see it? Yeah. Did, mate, yes. Very, uh, like a couple cry, of minutes. No, I did see it. No, yeah, but very, uh, very emotional still. So this was created by an ad campaign created by an agency called The Hallway. Um, they partnered with University of Melbourne's Centre for Mental Health as well as a men's uh, mental health uh, foundation called Gotcha for Life. Um, and they basically created this campaign around when the tough, uh, when the going gets tough, um, get talking. And the whole song is taking the Cure the cure song and Boys Don't Cry and then seeing Boys Do. Oh, really, yeah. really um, kind of, yeah, impactful kind of ad. Um, and the whole thing is to kind of, you know, use that as a, as a platform to start a conversation. So really, um, mm. really interesting to see uh, still once again at this kind of bigger, broader um, level, that kind of conversation happening. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, That's so, I, so, so good. Yeah. So important. Yeah. yeah. I lost my mate, my best mate six years ago, like oh, six years ago, I suppose. Yeah. To suicide. Yeah. And I just think, geez, mate, can you put your head on the pillow and just see the sun the next day? Yeah. Hear the birds. Work it out, yeah. You know, 
you know, nothing's that bad. No. You know. And if um, it's really important, it's a really difficult conversation, difficult topic because it's massively taboo. It's a little bit, there's a fair bit of shame around it. We've brought it up in the past, Chris, it's on the really, on the pod, and it's like it's so good. A lot of guys don't like talking to their mates, saying, "Are you okay, mate? Like, do oh, you want to talk about your feelings?" Man. Not many guys want to do that. So, if you at you're least right. if you're talking about what happened in the sport on the weekend, you're talking, and yeah. there's a good chance that most of the time something else is going to come out it amongst all the shit. You're right, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's a hundred percent. You guys are right. Yeah, it's um, I think if um, I think if you love somebody and that you, you see that there's something wrong or there's you know things that are happening, it's really important to be able to have a difficult conversation with somebody, mm. um, and ask if they're okay. It's um, because I saw the signs after he died. You know, yeah. I remember that like very very vividly. You know, and I didn't pick him up before, um, but it, they it, they stare like they stand out so glaringly now. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. um, if you know, I mean, I was the last person he called. Mate, I didn't pick my phone up, couldn't hear shit. But, you know, like, it probably wouldn't have changed anything. But, you know, um, yeah, I just think, yeah, that, that it's really, really important yeah. for blokes to be able to do that. Yeah. Be able to have a yarn about that sort of stuff. Definitely really, have a yarn. Really important. I, I mentioned that Guinness stuff earlier. Yes. It's pretty cool. That's not a bad thing. So, Chris brought in something uh, to the before we even got on air. He's talking about. We brought up the mental health side of things and how far into it we want to go and we've said, yeah, we usually go pretty deep into it And if you want to talk about it. And he said a great idea they had after the Second World War, was, was the Second, wasn't it? Second, yeah, it was Second World War where so. the Irish soldiers came back and they wanted to get the um, the veterans talking so they said, all right, well, you go down to the, this Guinness. This, you go to the Guinness factory, The, yeah. the, the factory, was it? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah you so. get three, three points every day as long as you talk to someone. I'd go down for a yarn for three Guinnesses. Yeah, just meal in a glass. Yeah, exactly. There's your three a day. That's right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very important. But this was being done back how long ago? Like, and they they knew that then. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden it just went. We can't talk about it. Is it? Yeah. Is it what, an Australian what, thing? Do you reckon? I don't, I don't know. Is it? Okay. She'll be right, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit of that. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's that's okay too. Like, yeah. There's a lot of that that's really relevant, and that's I think. In my honestly humble opinion, that there's there's a need for that too. Like, should be right. That's yeah. okay. Like, but that's Bill's not, resilient. That's not fucking band aid, mate. It's like we were talking about last week with Nick. You're building resilience by saying she'll be right, but at the same time, there's sometimes it's not right, and, and it's okay to talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, you don't want to get to the point where you're just about to explode. Yeah. yeah, different businesses, including um, ours at the moment, are doing uh, you know optional. Everyone can sign up for um, like being a first aid officer in oh, the yeah. office but for mental health so if someone says something or you can maybe like understand not just seeing the signs but how to respond and I think mm. that's the hardest part for a lot of blokes they might even, might see a sign or they just don't know what to say back so I they say the hardest thing as a bloke mate if I can interject respectfully mm. is um, generally blokes are really pragmatic and we see a problem like to fix it I think um, biggest lesson I learned is that sometimes you just have to listen and um, often in fact Probably more than often, you can't. I can fix it, but you just have to listen. Yeah, and that's it. Talking yeah, about it might fix it. Can solve it. Just, yeah, just yeah. listen. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Something that I brought in, as I said to you boys a few weeks back. You know, like I, I spoke thanks to someone. Thanks for like wording me up on this, by the way. You're a pretty good contribution, to be fair, off the cuff. Mate, I'm the smart one on the family. Yeah, all right, I reckon. Yeah. Mate, the looks. I said, I didn't, nah. I didn't need to I talk to you about this because I knew you had it all. No, but look, that was something I picked up, as I said to you boys, when I, after Pop passed away, I, I went and spoke to some people and 
you know, someone. And that was the thing I took from it, and yeah. I now take it into into teaching as well. These kids come to you, you know. Yes, they're only 10, 11, but in their world, that's a big deal. Yeah, I just tell them it's like I'm here to listen. I'm not going to be able to fix all your problems. Just talk to me. Just talk mm. to me. Yeah. And then you know, ninety percent of those kids, ninety five percent of those kids, they walk away and go. Yeah, okay, well, my problem's not fixed, but I feel better about it. Mm. Cool, I can go on with my day, you know. So that's really good, yeah. Just, Let's them air just, out of the balloon. Yeah, just, just listen, you know, while they're talking. But hey, that's a good analogy. Mm. I'm going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you just come up with that? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, I reckon. Not yeah. bad. TM, trademark, no, trademark. Not Everyone bad. heard it. Not bad. He's an ideas man. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, good. Look, I'll, I'll go, yeah, I'll lighten it a little bit. I wasn't going to. I was just, I was, um, but we'll talk about music. I was t- both of my topics were about music. I saw the Dregs on Thursday night just at the Trifford. It was yep. a really good one, and it was funny. It was the Triple J. No, I don't listen to Triple J. It's oh, just okay. so work colleague's nephew is in oh. the band, and that's got me on it. And <laughs> it was, I was good. Say, you're, married, but you're on the tune. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not on the tune. No, but um, they both of them like their support act, and them spoke about it. So obviously, it's getting big out there. Yeah, too, nice. but yeah it's important. Just um. You know, as I said, a lot and a little bit, but our Spotify wrapped came out, mm. boys. Isn't that a treat? Have you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's just, it's just so your, it's your top songs and artists you've listened to over the whole year. If most of it isn't bloody taken over by what your daughter listens to you're not doing it right you're oh, not okay, doing spotify cool. right because that was that's that's exactly to. where mine was my top artist wiggles yeah nice like yeah, out of sixteen thousand hours of listening to music are you serious wiggles oh mine was down mine was that uh that vivo oh that vivo oh yeah. disney movie that's the that's the balls, eh? Hey? <laughs> is Spanish? Oh, not really Spanish, sort of. Anyway, um, Cuban, Cuban oh, music, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's phone. that's where I'm at at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> might be Metallica, probably. Yeah, we were the same, Dave. We were just back to back wiggles, mate. Oh, it, but it's just funny. Like number well, one this artist, is like wiggles. heroin for kids, really, right? Hmm. Yeah, nice. They get addicted early. Yeah, they yeah. start them young. Okay, someone explain this to me, though. Now we've got it. What is this genre? What is neo mellow? What's genre? Neo mellow. Genre, mm-hmm. genre. I'm joking. Neo what? Neo mellow. Neo mellow. Oh my god. Sounds exquisitely hipster. Have you ever seen a barista with a beard and like tight jeans? That's the same <laughs> shit. Yeah, that sounds exactly. That's no, what that I was. That's, that's what I was visualising. So their uh, their top artists are oh, the Wiggles with number one song, "Rock a Bar." One of those bartenders that like flicks your rum in the air, like makes it's going to taste better. Fucking bunny, mate, just jam it in there. But what about you, boys? So Cam, you said Wiggles. Yeah. And you said. Yeah, Maybe. Vivo. Is we it your top songs in 2021? We were Beauty and the yeah, Beast, so of course. Mine's actually Hair Up yeah, from the, the Troll soundtrack. So uh, for those of you that don't know that, it's... Uh, yeah, it's like this. And you think, oh, this actually could be a pretty cool song. And then you realise you're watching Trolls and you start seeing these little colourful things running across the screen. You're like, nah, this is going to be bad. And you're like, actually, no. Not too bad. And then it sort of just goes down. You guys got acid? It goes downhill. It's like trolls on acid, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice one. But yeah, that's why it's the top the, <laughs> the top training. The kids love that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'd t- take that over Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. It is Justin Timberlake. I love being able to go on to my niece, nephew, a cuddle. And fuck off home. <laughs> Have a beer. Watch the races <laughs> in my recliner. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, that's probably a good segue then. Uh, time to chat to, to chat to you about your story, Chris. Oh, mate, come on. So we told you to be up front. Sure. Um, yeah. Obviously, right. yes, thanks for coming on. Um, we wanted people. you first and foremost to tell the listeners about, um, tell us about yourself and uh, the story of, um, you know, what you've gone through. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, uh, what am I now? 39. Uh, oh, there's a lot to tell, boys, but if we're sort of specifically focusing on the IVF side of things and um, the inability to have kids, um, it's a bit of a tricky one. Um, like, I, I will be really upfront. Like, I have a, an enormous amount of disdain for my ex fiance. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that right now. But during that period of IVF and um, all the troubles we went through, I have absolutely nothing but respect for her. Um, and that's never changed, you know. Um, and I can separate those two things, you know. That's good. Um, it's very different. It's um, everybody grieves differently, you know. Men and women, men and men, women and women, you know. Um, I'm not the type of bloke that um, wants to be around a lot of. Like, I don't want to cuddle, you know. I don't want to hold hands. I don't want to sleep, you know. I just want to make my peace with it. I can have a good sip and then um, just move on. And then if I need to talk to anybody, then like we talked about before, you know, like talk to my mates, you know, it'll probably start off talking about the footy or racing and then eventually it'll get into that, you know, so being patient. Um, you know, uh, we tried for a very, very long time to have kids. Ironically, I was saying before, um, before we tried, like we were trying not to, you know. <laughs> we Sorry, not everything to not to get <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's just bizarre. Um, and then all of a sudden things turn around and doesn't quite work that way. Um, you know, having um, it's different for a bloke, I suppose. Women, you know, um, anatomically have they go through much more, you know, and there's no doubt about it. And they feel things differently to us. And um, you know, I I can't even begin to understand how 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 fucking bad it must be. Uh, we had a particularly tri- tricky time. Um, you know, I got a few little good good things along the way. Like I got to like have my sperm tested like four times. You know, for about five hundred dollars a throw. Like got to have a wank like four times. <laughs> yeah, like and they give you this like you know you can sit in the recliner. You know, like and watch, oh, the, and like, watch, watch the porn like that's there. <laughs> and you know what? They have gay porn and straight porn. Oh, how how accommodating, mate! I know, right? As if I was going to sit in that fucking chair. <laughs> I think for a second I'm going to sit in that chair. Fucking disgusting. How many blacks have waked in that chair? That's gross, man. And then what's going through my head is like, oh, I don't want to be too fast because the nurse will just think I'm hopeless, you know, but I don't want to take too long because this is just pain in the ass. And then, you know, they give you a jar that you can, like, barely put a fucking jelly bean in. So it, it was, you know, it was all tricky. You know, I'm just making a lot of the situation. But we spent probably a good sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 on IVF. Um, and it got to the point where um, it was like flogging a dead horse, mm-hmm. you know. And um, when we actually fell pregnant, I've never seen, I never saw her so happy. And um, that was awesome, mm-hmm. you know. And for her to go through that process to get to that point, you know, and I would help her out as much as I could, injecting her with needles and all sorts of shit. Um, you know, like, there's no doubt in my mind, like, the stress is on the woman. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it doesn't mean that the bloke doesn't grieve doesn't feel anything but it's certainly different in my opinion yeah um and we lost we lost that baby and um you know like if i could have been anywhere else in the world when they told us that i, I would i would have you know um it took the, the process you know to finally get you know to move on from that you know um trying to pass it naturally didn't work you know i was telling you before having that chemo drug or whatever that's supposed to encourage a miscarriage that didn't work then she finally had a cure it and they fucked it up. You know, like damaged her uterus. You know, and when I went and picked her up, you know, it was like a dog kennel. And I was like seven or eight women sitting in a recliner chair, like waiting for somebody else to pick them up. 
Yeah. You know, um, and then when you leave, um, they give you a, a, like a pamphlet. That's so it. So that's it. Yeah. You know, um, for a 15-minute procedure, you know, that they claim to be so uh, so simple and so straightforward, I don't understand how they muck it up so much. But so you don't feel like there was a lot of support um, from mate, not the medical at all, industry mate. then? They're just doing their best, you know, yeah. like they're over, overworked and under underfunded. Um, you know, I was lucky that... You know, my mate I was talking about before, he killed himself. His ex-girlfriend was one of the nurses there. So I was uh. lucky that, bizarre, she called me to come and pick her up. Like, you know, it was just just horrendous. Like, you know, four or four, maybe five weeks she was living, trying to go about her life with something dead that was inside her. Mm. You know, and then after that, our relationship, you know, um, declined quite quickly, really. Yeah. We grieved differently, you know. She wanted, um, uh, I guess... I don't know. Maybe me to be around all the time. I don't know, really know. I'm not sure, really. I still don't really fucking know. But I wanted to um, sort of make my peace with it and just fucking forget about it because it's gone now. What was your coping mechanism? Um, initially, probably uh, trying to help her, I suppose. Then I just wanted to catch up with my old man or my brothers or whatever, have a really good, really good sip. And just put it to rest, you know. That was it. Um, I, I'd probably a little bit because I suppose after losing Tomo, like I had dealt with things a little bit differently. Like for me, it wasn't that big a deal, you know. Um, and that sounds terrible, but it, it was. But I got to the point where I could rationalise it to a yeah. to a stage where I'd made my peace with it quite quickly, whereas she didn't, you know. Yeah. And she always begrudged me for that. And um, like I said before, men and we all grieve differently, and women and men in particular. You know, um, oh, I'm a fucking bloke's bloke. You know, um, you know um, that doesn't mean like I haven't learned things. And you know, you know, if I get upset, I'll you know I'll get upset. But I can't get upset for fucking five weeks. You know, yeah. Every fucking day, lie in bed and do nothing. You know, like it's gone, it's done. You know. Yeah, that's that's sort of what's happened, you know. And I, so like, you I, kind of, like I said, you wanted to move on together as a couple and yeah, just kind of like get I, through I it. Tried, she wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she blamed me mostly, and I can understand that she would have. Um, I think that's pretty normal. Um, without going into too much detail, I guess like there was a variety of different things that she blamed me for. Yeah, um, which unfortunately was the wrong. Yeah, it just wasn't right. Yeah. Um, but you know, people lash out and things yeah. happen, and that's okay. But it was it was a shame that like our whole relationship became um, to a point where like that was like what we were all like all, all about. Yeah, mm. you know, like having a route to have a kid. Like what the fuck? Yeah, you know what I mean. And I I know like talking to my mates about this sort of shit. Like that's exactly what it becomes. It's, it can't be scientific, you know. Mm. Um, you know, like. People would think like if you, if you if you pose that question to a bloke on the street, so maybe you go, "Fuck your missus like three times a day or whatever." I'm just trying to have a baby, or whatever. People would be just like, "Oh, you know, oh, that's gold." It's fucking not gold at all. Yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like all, all the all the sparks all the intimacy gone, mate. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. very mechanical. Oh, yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. Like I said to you before, you know, um, I have nothing but disdain for that lady. You know, but during that process, so I have nothing but the most respect for her. Yeah. 
you know, and um, for all the ladies that go through that stuff, you know. And people need to realise too, like, um, IVF, wowzers, like, one in three, one in three pregnancies, you know, don't don't continue anyway, like naturally. So. Is that the number? Yeah. One in three. Mm. Poor. Yeah. Is that what you got out of that brochure? Mate. That's fucked. Mate, I, w- I wish I got anything out of that fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Just, just nah. I, I knew that beforehand. Like, it's, um, it's a very, very stressful process. Chris, do you have any, um, any advice for blokes going through the same thing and feeling that sort of not disdain for their missus, but more the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more the I'm struggling to do it, <laughs> struggling to find that um, that connection or keep that connection with the wife yeah, while still going through very, this, trying very, to. Very, very tricky, mate. Do you have any advice? Oh yeah, just um, no, don't fight it. Yeah, like it's an easy thing to say. It sounds like I'm being very, very blasé, but the more you fight that feeling and you know try to force things to go a certain way, the more they don't. Mm. You know. Oh, without using buzzwords and you know catchphrases that are now like twenty twenty one, like you know, just trust the process. Mm. I guess um, I I really have learnt that through grief. You know, the more you fight it, the longer it lasts and the harder it hits you. Mm. Um, you know, I've been really honest with you. Like, you know, um, like I said, when you know when the doctor said that we, the, you know, the baby was dead or whatever, I would have rather have been like in the middle of um, Afghanistan. You know, like trying to kill someone in the Taliban you know like anywhere you know what I mean like it was awful mm. horrendous see somebody's you know um, hopes and dreams just like literally ripped out straight away in front of your face and, yep. but for me you know it doesn't mean I didn't feel mm. anything it was just different you know um, so with I, that I can understand that I, I, I like to go to the gym yeah um it's important to be around your mates, yeah. you know, and also like I've said before, like don't fight it, like yeah. just have a yarn. If you feel like there's something, even if it doesn't make sense, just get it out of your head. Yeah, you know, like often most most things that pop into my mind probably don't make sense. <laughs> um, so <laughs> maybe it's important to like maybe like you know like actually verbalise it, <laughs> especially you know? after a few good sips. Oh, mate, exactly. <laughs> like, Do you reckon that? Yeah, you reckon that? No, like, I think it's really important. Um, because if you don't, then they just start to manifest inside, and they just grow. They just grow legs. It's like a tumbleweed just rolls and rolls and gathers, and it becomes something that you just don't, never expected. Mm. You know, um, it is important for both parties though to also be very respectful about um, how people grieve differently. You know, um, women like there's no doubt about it. Like they are just the most. You know, they really are the. I guess the. Um, Superhuman species, really, compared to blokes, like they really do get shit better than us. Yeah, you know, when they when we go through a breakup, blokes don't do shit. We just drink piss and mm. you know go into a spiral or whatever. Forget about it, block it away. Blah 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 blah. Girls cry, they talk. You know, they generally not always. Of course, yeah, but they're smart because they get it out. Yeah, just go through <laughs> that process. Blo- yeah. Blo- yeah, yeah, blokes just fucking block it away, man. Yeah. And then it comes out like a, at another time that's inappropriate, yeah. Or that it's like a time bomb, yeah. You know, they 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 are much more in tune with how things are, and I guess that comes down to society too. Yeah. yeah. No, I, mean, I, was I can't waffle. Sorry. No, no, no. I was, hey, look, oh, I just. Nice, I actually haven't talked about it, mate. Since then. yeah, I really haven't. So, yeah, I don't know. It's nice to be able to reflect on it. Like I don't. Yeah. Um. You know, like she was. Um. 
yeah, she held really begrudged me for the way I grieved compared to her. You know, I was done like instantly. I wanted that baby out of her like instantly straight away. Like mm. two minutes later, go into the theatre, get it done, and we just trusted. You know, somebody and like you know, with all good faith and ninety nine. As you should, was, really. Yeah, that's right, mate. What else you got to do? Um, ninety nine percent of the time, probably would have worked. Yeah, but it just didn't that time. You know. Um, How did you get all to these that people point? around you while they're getting pregnant? You know, like, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna ask. Shit, like, man. obviously, you would have tried naturally for a while. Then you had options <laughs> with IVF and things like that. How do you choose IVF over other things like, I don't know, adoption or surrogacy? Like, is that just become the next step? No, that's a, geez. that's a good question. No, that's a great question. You just brought up, yeah, stuff I'd forgotten about actually. Mate, I was like living the dream, you know, like um, getting one through the keeper all the time, no problems, no no stress. I thought it would have been really simple, you know. But at the end of the day, like we've got to be real. Women, well, they ovulate for like two days a cycle. Yeah, like, so can, it is a miracle, like when someone's created. So that's probably the first thing people need to get in their fucking heads, like you know, you, you guys, are, if you're lucky enough to have a kid. Yeah, you have created something very, very special. Yeah. Um, I always said the irony of the whole situation. <laughs> you know, I've been going through my whole life trying to get girls up the stick. You know, <laughs> like, I'll try my best. <laughs> I can't fucking do it. <laughs> oh, man. But it's, um, you know, the surrogacy thing was something that she was going down. I was not interested in any of that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because I hadn't thought about it much. Um, certainly more so because I, th- I thought it was complicated. Um, she even oh, a, I'll tell you off air but she even um, like behind my back like not not in a nasty way but had already talked to somebody about yeah. um, me like I heard like that person carrying our baby like, do you um, think Chris that, that I said well can I have sex with her at least like, <laughs> like, 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 like I'm being serious it was just bizarre mate like I just she was just so desperate mate you know? do you reckon that's that Aussie men- that blokey bloke mentality that of she'll be right Nah, we're not doing that because if we're going to do it, we're going to do it properly. We're doing it our way. Like it's going to be us that has this baby. You know, is that sort of um, something that came mate, through your mind? Oh, mate, to be honest with you, no, never once. Like, um, so it wasn't know, a pride even, thing. Not at all, mate. Yeah, okay. No, not at all, mate. If I had, if I had plenty of pride, I wouldn't have been uh, taking time off work to go and uh, have a, have a pull. You know, in Spring Hill, mate, like the four hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and I'm being serious. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, the way that they do it like you know um, it's um, I guess it was more like I just didn't want things to get any worse like I felt like things were so shit already yeah we throw a third party into it it's like Complicates. what about if this bird yeah. just turns around and says oh that's my kid yeah you know what I mean like and again ch- tongue in cheek like I got nothing out of it you know like <laughs> I didn't get, yeah I didn't get on the workbench <laughs> and I got a kid, and the, yeah, I know, I'm trying to make light of it. Like, it's like, we'll it's, take it's just, it. It's just crazy, like it, uh, in my head. But if I had maybe sat and thought about it, maybe for a little bit longer, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Like, yeah. No, we we tried for naturally probably for about two years, I guess, before we did all of yeah. yeah. Like it's, I said, yeah, it was difficult. It's different hearing it. I guess when I say again, I've never talked to you about that. I guess no, not that part. No, like and I'm hearing parts of things that I I didn't. You know, like I was there. I remember sitting, you know, sitting with you and having those drinks. And I remember for about an hour, an hour and a half, we we didn't speak about it at all. And then all of a sudden, that's it. Just talk, 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 and it all. It you know, we started yeah, it talking becomes, about it, mate. 
authentic. I don't yeah. know what do they call it. That's an oh, that's it. Well, yeah. I don't know what they call it. It, well, it wasn't. Whatever. It wasn't forced, but you know. Not so at like all, it wasn't. Mate. To be honest with you, mate, I like I said to you before, I buried it a long time yeah. ago, and, uh, I, and I really yeah. haven't talked about it since. Yeah, and, I, and that's what it was when I when I sent you that text today, just to see if you were good to to talk about it, mate. It was. Oh yeah, no, it's important. I hope that. Something gets someone gets something out of it. You know, we touch a lot. You don't yeah. give me the right run sheet, but anyway, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we touch a lot of topics on here, and I just thought this would be it is something different because we call it the shit dad yeah. podcast. But yeah. I've seen my brother go through this. I've seen you know you and you know and your ex going through this, and I saw what it did to your relationship, and I saw then that relationship go. And I just as I said, getting you on. I'm hoping that somebody out there knows somebody or, you know, just that can come and listen to your story to go, you know what, okay, I am going through that or or whatever it is. Give me an e- shoot me an email, whatever, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't do yep. any of that other shit. But. Yeah, if anyone out there wants to hear more of the story or sort of uh, get some advice or get some coping mechanisms or whatever yeah. or even just chat about it with someone who's gone through it, get in touch with us and yeah. we will, um, we'll put you through to Chris. Don't yeah. begrudge each other. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's massive. It's so easy to do that. All right. Well, thanks to Chris for uh, sharing that with us. Obviously, we kind of skimmed the surface with some topics there, but uh, yeah, really appreciate all the honesty there, mate. That's thanks, what we're all about on the pod. Really good. Oh, good, mate. You're very welcome. Great story. I just I speak too long. Waffle. Not at all, mate. Not at all. No, no. Typical teacher. No, mate. Could have gone. Teachers can shit, don't they? Yeah, mate. We've got to tell stories. You know when you don't know the answer to something, you just speak shit. The kids just drift away. Oh, yeah, look at that. I remember that, yeah. Oh, did you see that kid? Oh, butterfly. Next subject. Mate, it doesn't work with just students. It works with our kids. Yeah, yeah. Like Cam said the other day. Look at car. Yeah, exactly, yeah. All right, it's time for the shit dad sports wrap. Oh yeah, <laughs> Chris, you have chariot of fire, here, mate. You're getting oh, thrown in the deep end. Fuck, it feels like it. A bit, bit of shit daddery. That's all right, mate. But I'm sure you can handle it. All right, I'll do my best. Now we're getting straight into got? it. Straight into it. Yeah, all let's right. get into it. All, all right. right, big fella, swing away. So Bathurst, <laughs> kidders, mate. Say it right. Bathurst one thousand was on the weekend. Kidders and bargains. <laughs> Yeah, Bathurst 1000 I did see an echidna on the yeah. track yeah I lost, um, I lost a fair bit of money actually on Bathurst did you fucking lounge piece of shit <laughs> he's over he's done he's just shot he's, he's definitely listening to this by the way yeah yeah, yeah. I, hope so- are, I hope you are you should drive Uber <laughs> <laughs> that's it right <laughs> be a quick trip. and not just Uber alright and it better not be a Prius <laughs> now, um, oh, uh, Dave, remind me who who won Bathurst. I, I definitely watched it. If, well, why are you asking me? <laughs> I no idea about it. The only reason I know about oh. the kinder is because I saw it on the news. <laughs> but that it's brief son, moment was on. Son of the Tickford kid and the bloke that has a shitty well, haircut. Two that don't know, and one who is pissed off is salty because he lost a lot of money. Chaz Mostert <laughs> and Lee Holdsworth yeah, won. Yeah, it was actually and a really good race. I actually did not get past the photo. Lee, <laughs> that was it. Ra- he, I, I managed to watch ten laps this year. Year, ten whole laps. Oh, yeah, between swimming, parenting, and drinking, and card games and stuff. Everything. Yeah, parenting. Yeah, yeah. That that actually took. Yeah. Wiggles. Yeah, wiggles. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, no. It was the the Justin Timberlake song, "Hair Up," on the, the, the troll song. Split screen on the TV. Half wiggles, half. Well, we could we could have a split screen right now. Be watching the 2020 on. We'll leave that for another day. But um. So basically, if you, there's a lot of people who are just Ford or Holden. 
and yeah, so Holden got up for this one. Um, and Holdsworth actually drove how many laps was it? It was like sixty odd. Yeah. He, he drew. He drew. Drove. He drove the minority. Uh, majority. Fucking hell. So it's 166 laps, <laughs> isn't it? Like something like yeah. that. Yeah, he drove most of it. They were pretty lucky to win because they had a tyre blowout and all yeah. sorts of shit. Echidna, Albino, fucking kangaroo. <laughs> you couldn't. Logan's rooting in the, in the forest. You couldn't, bloody. All sorts of unwanted pregnancies. You couldn't no. plan that. You couldn't plan no. it. The Echidna coming out on the track, the safety car, like what slowing everyone right down. Like, I don't understand. The truck, the um, the wheel delamination or whatever they called it, the fucking. Is it bad that they just don't. Why don't they just run it over and just fucking don't worry well, about it? Well, it's it's a pretty spiky speed bump. Yeah, yeah I know. True, but but it's like, that wouldn't just slow you down. That'd probably, probably fuck your race. Probably, yeah, I know, right? Well, we're going to blow fucking tired anyway. It'd cost a lot. Cost someone else a lot of money. Keep the heat about this, but fucking a kid and just run over. Right, you win Bathurst, mate. You know, kid and Bathurst. Just don't have some money. Is he going to say, would you? Are they like little mini tie spikes? Yeah, nah, I couldn't. Couldn't do it. Commentators were telling everybody that their sexual organs are all internal. That you can't tell whether they're a man or what. The point of that, female, mate, exactly. What goes in what? Anyway, no, so okay. back, yeah, back on track here. Okay. So I actually no, read across. I, I don't know. <laughs> I read some of the numbers on it. This is my first and last time. <laughs> I think this is my last we'll time. To- <laughs> Dave pretends to be the good kid. We'll stick to one I yo think, from I now on. <laughs> back on the Bathurst thing. All right, let's get back to this. I wanted to say one thing, which I was very shocked at because it was that as someone who doesn't usually watch car racing, this was the, the, probably the most impressive thing for me. So, so after the tyre thing that happened just after halfway through the race, they knocked back to 12th spot. They were, they were leading and then were back down to 12th spot, 48 seconds behind the leader at that stage, which I think was, was it Cam Waters or someone? Yeah. So they after that... DeLorean, I think. After that, when... Every- <laughs> Even though I know what that is. <laughs> Doc! <laughs> Marty, <laughs> Marty Waters. Marty. <laughs> and after that, they came back to win. Oh, like that's, this is why the big blow up around Chaz Mostert is, is because they came back to win by five seconds. So they've made up fifty three seconds there. Not bad. Quick maths. That's not bad actually. <laughs> that's and as some, like I said, as someone who doesn't really well as at all watch it, I was literally just watching it because their father in law was. Yeah. Those yeah. ten whole laps. Um, it was like that was so impressive. So impressive. That was pretty good. I, right. I actually didn't realise that. Yeah, that, I didn't care until I read that. All right, uh, moving on. So in 2022, the T20 World Cup has been announced that's going to be in Australia. Is this true? Exciting. Yes, can <laughs> confirm. So um, we've got a guest that we want to call up, um, Andrew Goaty from the We Got The Chocolates podcast, and um, he could probably give us a better insight than what we could bring. So. Yellow. Goads. Hey, mate. How are we? Katie. You're on with the uh, the Good boys thanks. at the... I was about to say, we got the choice. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's a little cross-code for me. <laughs> <laughs> the Shit Dad podcast, The Shit Dad podcast, yeah, yeah. We'll get that right. And, uh, yeah, so any shit daddery happening your way today? Ah, uh, no shit daddery. Some shit coachery. I put my bloody phone in my... Like the bag I hold my cricket balls in, a ball got hit back at it, and the phone has just gone to smithereens. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I take uh, it that's why we're less, calling you on the less, missus phone. Yeah, it's, it's less than ideal situation. That's okay. We'll, we'll move on. Shit coachery, I love that. Shit coachery, yeah. <laughs> now, um, we have just come up on the topic of the T20 Cricket World Cup 2022. Okay. And yes, can you yes. confirm that it has been made in Australia? 
Yeah, I think I think so. Um, so it should be exciting. It should be actually get to go too now that bloody everyone's open and we're all good to go. So it's, um, that should be good. They're not going to take advantage of everyone and make us all pay a million dollars for tickets, are they? Oh, who would know? 2020, it's only three hours. I mean, there's only X many charge shortly. <laughs> um, we're just going to be let into Perth by then, so it'll be good. Yeah, that's right. So something just came up literally as we're recording the podcast about, um, yeah, WA has just said no. The yes. no, no to the Ashes test. So really? yeah, yeah, struggle, yeah, struggle straight. Um, Where's that going to? Get, it's probably got to go to Hobart or Canberra. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, probably Hobart or Canberra. I was saying. I hope they don't go Melbourne or Sydney. Uh, yeah, like, surely. Like yeah. Back to back. I hope, I hope Mel. Um, hope Hobart or Canberra. I reckon. Hobart would be good. Yeah, would be good. Hobart's good. Hobart's good. Yeah, city Hobart. Oh, haven't been there. But yeah, chuck it on the bucket list. Yeah, now, um, what's your what's your go? So. What do you think this does for T20 in general? Look, I I have a slightly different opinion to most. I actually don't think that international T20 is um, how am I trying to put this? But oh I think franchise franchise T20 probably carries not so much more weight, but I reckon it probably garners more interest from. Like I guess the non cricket like well, in the big me, bash. Like, oh, yeah, like I'm probably more interested in the big bash than yeah. us winning the World Cup. If so you, that makes sense. Well, yeah, hundred percent. More flashy with more family. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and that's it. Like, I, like, I quite like watching like oh, yeah. our guys go good. You know, what I mean, like guys that you know, like you possibly haven't heard of before, and sort of uncovering someone that's hey, you know, he, he's really really good. Where's where's he been? That sort of thing. So you know, from our own backyard. So. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably more interested in watching, you know, the the heat versus the thunder, which is on tonight, than you know, say um, New Zealand versus Pakistan or something like that. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. yeah, it's it's you know, I'm probably more interested in the big bash, to be honest with you. Interesting, interesting. So, do you think having a strong T20 team is important for cricket in Australia, or do you think we get more benefit from having a strong big bash league? Um, I think making a big bash strong will make our like, I think one helps the other. So I think, I think it's more important having a strong test team than having a strong 2020 side. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think making the big bash as good as possible then in turn make that national side as good as possible as well. Because, I mean, especially, like, now, like, the likes of, like, sort of Finch, Warner, like, even Smith Get to old. a point. Like, they're all probably... Yeah, they're close to the end and, than the start, aren't they? So, mm. like, we want to see these guys, like, you know, like Josh Philippe, Josh Inglis, all those type of guys, like... Like, if they're killing it in the big bash, and then all of a sudden they're like, you know, that can hopefully translate onto the world stage as well. Please stop so. behind you, mate. <laughs> yeah, we got all the way I think your dogs agree. <laughs> nah, my, my dog sounds oh, like yeah. a for a run, but yeah, that's the name of Dogsy. That's good. He's a beauty. So, what were your thoughts on Inglis not getting the call up for the, um, the Ashes? Um, I thought they would go carry. Like, he's sort of been groomed for a while. So, really um, I think English has obviously had a great year last year and he hit the whole bloody hard for a little so he actually whacked it but mm. I think they've been they've been grooming carriage for a while so no real surprise I would have liked to see Jimmy Pearson from Queensland get a crack yes. in Queensland bias, but he's sort of uh, going towards the end as well isn't he well like he, he's just he's sort of not so much a late developer he's been there a while but he's like the last two or three years he's been like he's been going as good as anybody so mm. um, so it would really be nice but I completely get why they went for Carey that's for sure nice and what, what were your thoughts on um, Starkey getting the oh sorry not Starkey <laughs> Cummins getting the captaincy uh, I, I said this on the 
Oh, yeah, it's big. Uh, I said this in our podcast. Like he he is like he's like the leader, right? He's the he's the go to guy. So I totally get it. It'd be interesting to see how it goes. It's bloody hard being a bowler and a captain. Like there is just so much. Like there's going to be times where he's checked out, passed out. He just needs a, a mental break, basically. And that's why I think it's a good appointment of Smith being vice captain. Because he can actually yeah. go, you know what, Paddy, just get down for half now, brother. Let's just have a rest. I got this. Yeah, let, <laughs> yeah. Let me, yeah, let Lino get into his work and let twenty beers. You know, let, let, well, let, let, yeah, well, let yeah. Well, like yeah, we just let Sparky and Bloody Hazelwood and. Paddy comes in, sit at me off half an hour and just have a little rest, but <laughs> it's going to be bloody hard. Do you reckon he's going to be I think he will massively. Yeah. I think Smith will do so much more than what a normal vice captain would do. So he'll be like the captain uh, without being the captain, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like, I, said, like I mean, yeah. like, yeah, well, I mean, like, I did it throughout my, like, playing those grand, it was only bloody first grade career, but, like, it's, it's hard, mate. And, like, when you get angry and you've had a gutful, and, like, as a bowler, you do, you, you, mm. you get pissed off and you get angry, like, you sometimes just need to cool your jets and like as captain it's hard to do because you're sort of always seeing you know what's on next sort of thing so um, I think you'll lean on Smith more than like normally you would lean on a vice captain but um, look he's a spiritual leader he's the go-to guy I mean it's, it, it's nearly no brainer but the I mean nice I mean, how it works oh he's a beauty yeah he's a beauty so I did like the um, the little comment that he had to Sporting Network Australia whatever it was that Instagram page I was checking out and he it was he in a nutshell, came out and said, "I think the expectations too high on the the boys. I, I think I'll be sticking my neck out for the guys, and we should sort of cut them some slack." And I'm the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, "This guy's got some serious skeletons in his closet." Oh, it's so hard, isn't it? It's just they're going to be digging up stuff for years now, aren't they? Oh God, it's bloody tricky. It's a funny world we live in, boys. That's for sure. <laughs> awesome, guys. Thanks heaps for the uh, the chat, no. mate. And um, good no. to have your insight on the cricket. No. no, always always good to chat to you, blokes. I'll speak to you soon. Love Thanks, your work, man. mate. Talk to you soon. Thanks, lad. Thank Enjoy. Good perspective there. Yeah. Every, it's every time someone just gets in trouble, surely they just compare to warning. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that like just a yeah. given? <laughs> the loose cannon. What would he have done I, with a smartphone? Oh, my God. <laughs> mate. I don't they would have told him real, you mate. can't what? have one. WWWD. What would Warnie do? Hey, hey, with that terrible haircut. He's a man. What else you got for us, Cam? Uh, sad news. Uh, 26-year-old jockey Chris Caserta passed away in late night surf. Hectic. Absolutely hectic. And as a the, the punter over the other side of the table, I, I'm, I don't mind to pump myself, but you, you never sort of wish that on anyone. And that's... Shocking news because the racing world's so tight, and um, just the fact that he went for a late night swim and that was it. You know, that's. Yeah, simple as that, I seriously it? think though that's like if anything comes out of it, it's the message for surf safety. Only swim at patrol oh, beaches. Like it's hard to see a rip at night time. Things like that. You it know, looks it's calm, mate. It means it's not. No. Yeah. You know, that's probably the best so, way to look at it. You know, know. Poor bloke. You feel for the family and you feel oh, for the, the friends. Was he with anyone? I think it was with his fine. girlfriend or something. Yeah. People go for swims all the time, not time all, you know, yeah. like everything's sweet as. Shit ass. You ever been for a swim after a few cans? Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'll probably go later. <laughs> Nudgy Beach. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think the mud, swell at Nudge is too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Quicksand. See, see, see a couple of blokes dogging in there. Oh. Oh. He had to go there, didn't well, he? Well, mate, well, that's, well, mate, I don't. I don't. You know, look, I'm just saying the truth, mate. Like, I mean, that's just what happens, you know. I don't like it, but you know, it's just life. That's what happens, mate. You know? Oh, well, I've got to get there. You know? That's what they meet, you know. Now, finally, some soccer chat, Cam. Shoot it at me. 
Uh, Samantha Kerr is tearing it up in world football. This chick is a friggin' weapon. Has anyone seen any women's football lately or at all ever? No. I watched the beach volleyball mostly, mate. Yeah. The second, okay, soccer's second, yeah. <laughs> she is. <laughs> second this one's a socceroo, though. She's been she doing is. well. Yeah. So yeah, she is, yeah. So the, the Matildas are the, um, oh, yeah. the soccer girls. But um, she's been told, uh, referred to by a number of coaches now as, like, the world's best striker. Um, in women's football, she's she came third in the Ballon d'Or, which is the the best of the best, like the best player in the world at the time. She only missed out to I don't know this, who came second, but the the chick that came first was actually the captain of Barcelona. Who rigged, you mean. they are like yeah probably, but they Barcelona at the moment best team in the world for the women. Um, they just won the treble, which is three trophies in one season. Um, but yeah, she is just a freaking weapon. And just this morning, um, the FA Cup Women's World. Uh, FA Cup Women's Final, um, Chelsea beat Arsenal. Like, I'm not going to quote a score, but it was yeah. by three goals and, and Sam scored two of them. Yeah, right. Definitely. And I watched the replay and one of the goals was an absolute frigging worldie. Like, perfect touch, chips the keeper, just like nothing else, and then just looks over at the, at the corner to, to go and celebrate. I'm like, which corner am I going to go celebrate in? Yeah, that one. Come on. <laughs> like, she's just – it was so arrogant and, like, just she is just a weapon. <laughs> That's great. Don't you reckon women's sport, like, if I'm – Jeez, I'm probably opening up a can of worms here. <laughs> Aren't they like really just the best ambassadors for like sportsmanship? Like, yeah, they get paid yeah. fuck all, and they try their hardest, and they are very talented. There's no shit doggery either. Not at all, yeah. mate. No. Yeah. You know, it's and it's you know like that that girl that kicked that goal in the AFL or whatever, and people were having a laugh at her because you know like you know had the gear out. Half yeah. Her, half her lunch was hanging out, <laughs> but you know like well, I don't even know why that's an issue. Like, you know, um, they're great ambassadors for sportsmanship. You know? <laughs> And um, again, I'm a massive ambassador for beach volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to reiterate that. <laughs> I season, if there were season tickets, I am a gold member. <laughs> Just saying. Back My on David, by the way. No, but she's um, she's definitely the highest profile Australian football player, men or women, since Mark Viduka. Wow. I don't reckon I've Viduka. Do you remember Viduka? Played yeah. for Leeds. Yeah, of course. And do you think was there ever any other striker that you've seen in the the days since him? Who you would be like, yep, yeah, high class. Yeah, who's that bloke that used to punch the, the corner post? Archie Thompson. Timmy Cahill. No, Timmy Cahill. Oh, Timmy Cahill. He was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was, pretty, he was up there. I can't really remember that. Yeah. But no, probably not. He did score our first Boswell. World Cup goal since 74, yeah, Timmy. True, yeah, that's true. Mark Bosnich was good, but he was a goalkeeper, wasn't he? He was. He did enjoy. He was a goalkeeper, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. He, he got up to a bit of mischief. Mate, yeah. he had a great life. He's right up your alley, to be fair. <laughs> Mate, I would love a, like a weekend with Mark Bosnich. <laughs> I would really push the stress out like that. I might hit this bug and be in the fetal position one day. <laughs> and that was the shit dad sports rap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get invited back. Oh, All right. Well, it's night. time for the shit dad moment of the week. <laughs> Got a couple of good ones this week. Yeah, I actually put the call out today. Yep. Um, <coughs> a few selfless plugs um, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, like everywhere. I was just like, give me all the shitness. And we got one guy who came through the um, the Instagram, Timmy O from Brisbane. Um, and I said, what's your shit dad moment of the week? And he said, I dropped my then four-week-old on the carpet while we were both sleeping on my bed. 
There you go. Holy moly. <laughs> That's um. That's a fair way to fall for a four month old. Oh, four week old. Four week. I yeah. that bad, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you get the carpet burn on the forehead though. Just jagged. <laughs> I moved here from Canada. They did come slowly. <laughs> so we, yeah. There's a, a moment like that didn't fall, but should, had a you moment. Actually, admit that, don't you reckon? Yeah. I'm not sure you should say that, Mike. That's, a, it, that's why it's a shit dad moment. We're yeah. celebrating the whoops so moments. Don't, don't admit that shit, mate. No, he, well, I didn't give his address out. <laughs> Um, now I've got a couple this week so as as usual the day of recording has not ceased to, to amaze and it's, it's, it's come up trumps for us for you again. delivered it never fails to disappoint now um, I turned my head for probably six minutes actually it was six minutes because I was looking at my phone doing podcast prep yeah. and I looked at the time I was like got to go do something else turn my back for when I got back check the phone um, I only checked the phone because my daughter was covered head to foot in stamps like literally <laughs> she had sleeves on legs arms and face tats like she'd been in prison are they six <laughs> fucking minutes were they your uh christmas card stamps yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah so another friend of the show uh james dropped around a couple of prezzies for the kids and they were just leftover show bags from his charity event yeah, and yeah. um that's shit by the way had, james but yeah, cheers, James. Shit, Fuck. Shit from here, mate. <laughs> fucking re-gifter. <laughs> like Will Ferrell from fucking what's that movie? Old school. It's a bread maker. It's got three speeds. <laughs> hey, Matt, it's got three speeds. Thanks for the James. <laughs> now, crying. Shit present. It's got three speeds, Max. It's got three speeds. Hey, He's got three stamps. He's not a good mate. He's a shit No, no, it came with a disclaimer. It was like, don't leave your kids in, like, by themselves with these stamps. Uh, To be fair, no. So uh, that that was my first shit dad moment. The second shit dad moment happened on the weekend, where I'm sure Cam has a shit dad moment he'd like to share with us. Shit uncle moment, maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Is uh, but. My shit dad moment on that day was the there was we had a water slide jumping castle for all the kids. It was fucking awesome. I was spewing that the yeah I was spewing that the weight limit was less less than a hundred kilos because I would have jumped. It was enormous. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. It probably would have held our weight. But anyway, yeah. we digress. Um, so there was a black tarp that was sort of protecting the grass, and it ended up trashing the grass. <laughs> but side note, um, so. I decided to make more of a slip and slide out of it and it was like I didn't have any soap but it was covered in water and the kids were like uh, I was like get out of the the thing now it's time for lunch whatever one grabbed one jumped out straight away so I grabbed him for a laugh and slid him which happened to be a metre <laughs> across this tarp, hoping, I uh, literally ho- hoping it would be more like three or four metres, but it was, yeah, it was like, there's nothing nothing worse than a bit of skin on tarp, bare skin on tarp. So that was, um, and then the second one, because he can't miss out, decided he wanted the same thing. So I was like, you sure, mate? Like, I'm, I'm about to burn the shit out of you. Yeah, all right, fine. And James's kid? He literally went, <laughs> yeah, I wish it was now. family, present. bread so that's my shit dattery of the week. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a pretty cool um, jumping castle mm. thingy because it literally had these sick. these kind of water cannon things and I we Nick and I just stood there like half day just spraying the kids in the face. Yeah, it was, it was great. Time did acid. Good shit dattery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, I think uh, no, the, yeah, for the, the best shit dad moments for us were at the end of the day when literally we brought the tarp up and there was just kind of mud everywhere. <laughs> 
Yeah. And my wife was inside. I don't know what she was doing. And I just looked over, and my son was just probably rolling. You, mate. Probably saying, "I bet he's going to let Zach roll in it." Yep, exactly. <laughs> did that. He was just literally dipping his ears in his yeah. hair and everything. It was fun to watch. <laughs> and I just thought, sat there going, oh, he's yeah. right. "I'll just hose him down later." Mate, like, like a border collie. <laughs> mate, that's sensational. That's parenting one hundred and one. Just that's sensational. Yeah. That's when they're that age, just let them roll in yeah, it like dogs. Sad, mate. That's the, that's like a celebration, mate. That's good. <laughs> that's gold. What do you got, Boys, I'm, I've, I've been on my best behaviour after my last couple of, uh, inverted commas, beatings of my job. <laughs> <laughs> Running into the knuckles. Yeah, yeah running run into the knuckles. Face uh, slamming around into the slides. Yeah, yeah, can't, what the? Yeah, can't lose a race on the slides, so I put my coating <laughs> right down the way down. <laughs> no, I'm pretty yeah, busy at work too. <laughs> nah, so I've uh, been on my best behaviour, so nothing for me, boys. Yeah, <laughs> letting the team down there. I'll pay it though. It's good. It's good that you don't beat. You haven't beaten your kid this week. Well no, done. No, no, it's, it's, Dave. A, Dave. it's a four night. It's a four night. It's a four night. This uh, this episode is non-stop shit dattery. You're fucking letting everyone. Know. <laughs> Can't fucking believe this. Now, uh, while we're bringing up the shit daddery, <laughs> while we're bringing up the shit daddery, I'd like to uh, to mention Smashing Fibers and also Better Accounting, who lets us use their space for us to record. We could not be more grateful to them, um, who are located in Hendra. And if you would like a tax return or anything accounting um, and also a few dad jokes, this is the place to come. So it's simply Better Accounting in Hendra. And Smashing Fibers keep us well-dressed and less sweaty than usual um, in our new Shit Dad podcast tease. So if you are interested in some merch, give us a message at shitdadpod on Instagram or shitdadpod at gmail.com and we could probably sort something out. Now nah, we're, get, we're getting some merch in the new year, so uh, register your interest for some... For some merch with us there. We're loving the uh, Shit Dad logo with the BCF hat and the New Balance shoes. <laughs> <laughs> How come everybody else has one of those shirts except me? <laughs> You're not an honorary Let member down. yet. Let down. <laughs> You've got to be on the show at least three times. Yeah. 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 So now he's making oh, up his own oh, rules. It's time for It's a Knockout. Now, I am the carrying over champ, so it was my choice for topic <coughs> this week. Uh, and this week, your challenge, we're going to do everybody? Yeah, nice, mate. Uh, nah, it's got to be two, because it's, it's like two. trade blow for blow. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry, mate, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> You've really shoved him under the bus this episode, haven't you? Hey, hey, what a lucky it was come on this podcast, right, and like just express your feelings like, right deep down into your heart. Like, I tell the whole fucking world about how you felt about this shit. And then you get fucking left out, excluded, <laughs> and pushed under the bus. I'm sick and tired of, of this. 34 years of payback, mate. <laughs> Coming your way. <laughs> mate, I keep seeing that couch. I feel like I'm just going somewhere else. <laughs> All right, All right what your you topic got, this week, guys. You ready to start it? Yeah. Name different types of cheese. Mm. All right, let's do it. Oh, this is bullshit. We're coming into Christmas. There should be, should be. Oh, Dave, this is, no this is my jam. All right, who's going first? Not really. Dave. Winners up. All right. I can't hear anything. <laughs> 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 okay. okay. I like cream. <laughs> Cheddar. Camembert. Brie. Gouda. Cream cheese. 
blue cheese. Salzburg. <laughs> <laughs> that counts. It's a family. Oh, <laughs> that's a stitch up. <laughs> no, right Mozzarella. Don't fuck on that. It is. You should have seen the first one I lost. It was oh, this is stalling, Cam. Are you keeping a record of this? He's fucking Googling. <laughs> There's no phone out here. I can't believe this. I'm just distracted by my brother. Give me a... No. Now I'm done, boys. I'm out. Call it. <laughs> and I'm a simple man. I stick to my simple Jesus. Yes! Nice. I finally win one. You guys got through a few. Oh. No one said grated. I was waiting for Boccaccini. <laughs> oh, yes. About to smash Slice. a bit of Bocca. I was wondering if we could go down your like we grated cheddar. <laughs> Slice some grated <laughs> cheddar. I'll cube. have some parmesan. Have some cubed. Oh. That was a good. That was a good one. Oh, some yeah. Simple ones. Uh, no, just go. Now, um, <laughs> Chris, we've, it's been uh, it's been interesting, happy, happy, fun, and chatty having you on today, mate. And um, we've we've really enjoyed it. I could probably speak on behalf of all the boys when we say I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come uh, and have a chat. Boys. My pleasure. And it's um it's good to get your perspective, and hopefully it sort of brings out some conversation in a few guys um, in a similar situation in the future. Yeah, but um, fingers crossed. Yeah. Do you have any lasting words of wisdom or? Um, advice you'd like to give any people oh, in this situation jeez that's bad <laughs> nah, just, be, just be kind to yourselves alright just remember if you're going through all this stuff just remember that you love each other first you know that's the most important thing and that's the easiest thing to unfortunately forget so just uh, be patient and uh, just make sure you remember how much you love each other love it mate nice. that's good words thank you yeah what about you, Cam? You got any lasting words of wisdom? Uh, if you haven't already, jump on YouTube and Google that Boys Do Cry song. Mm. Very, very good to watch. Yeah, right. Will do. Will do you, Dave? No, just similar to Chris, you know, what he was just saying then. But um, coming into, our, I guess, holiday times too, it becomes busy and becomes stressful. But the same thing, you know, it'd be good to yourselves. But just if you need to, talk. Talk to someone. Yeah. So, don't really give presents, James. That's another one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tip for you, mate, in this uh, festive season. Fucking bread maker, mate, next time. We're trying you to really keep really fans, are, not let rid of them. You really are shit fucking mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm now, uh, yeah, for my, for my mate's kids that hate it. And then, then what, one of my mate's kids is cutting fucking stamps. <laughs> Please leave us a review wherever you listen on or on our socials <laughs> to keep the shit dattery going. Let us know what you want to hear. Follow at shitdadpod on Instagram or email us at shitdadpod at gmail.com. But until next time, keep listening to the pod, working on your dad bod and playing with your rod. See you next week for the kids. <laughs>